This is the Timer's Playbook Podcast, and I'm your host, Tepo Bule. I'm a father to two beautiful boys, lovely guys, but yerre, also hectic. Now, raising these guys has forced me to up my game in all areas of life, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Welcome to the Timer's Playbook, and thank you for tuning in. The black father is not a homogenous group. Mm. They go through dif- different things, different stages. It's diversity of stories. Not everybody's going to be your friend. Not everybody no, going for sure. to. You know, you're going to have some characters that you actually genuinely don't like. No, Tessa, Tessa, I think you're forgetting. I'm just letting you know. No, 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 baby. I'm a seasoned <laughs> broadcaster. You forget this. I didn't start broadcasting easily because of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice is always demanded. Sure. There's nothing for Mahala, Baba. You have to give up something. There's a certain school that does not want to admit my child because Ridula Hagal. But let them be, let them play. I mean, even, and by you giving them chores, by you disciplining them, it's actually still letting them be. I don't think society is ready for that conversation because you can't fix something without understanding the cause. Yeah. So we're like, let's fix this GBB thing, but we don't want to hear your excuses. But what you're calling an excuse is why it happened. And the fact that Umtetisi Lukel Namshang Mbama is not the why we're talking about. That's just a reaction that needs to be dealt with. Obviously, Hambia Chel. Now, before you start listening to this episode, please, please subscribe to the podcast. And at the end of the episode, give us an honest rating. This helps improve our content so we can better serve you. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Timer's Playbook. Today, Mpete Umnigelo, Matala. 40 years old, Joburg, two kids, married. Nakane, five, Nusile, 16. Matala. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Thanks, boss. Thank you for, for giving us your time. Thank you for finally putting me on, man. Yo, it took I me a while. Like a to find you. We celebrate. You know, you're hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> So just a little bit about yourself, man. You said that you run a little NGO. This, these are your words. Mm. What do you guys do with the NGO and why this NGO? So I run this thing with my old man. Um, we are from the Eastern Cape. And if you go through the papers after every December, you pick up that the, the schools down there are not doing great, um, especially around maths and science. So we're trying to establish a little thing that we help where we come from specifically at the moment. Um, so we've adopted two schools and we're in partnership with the university, um, Walter Sisulu, um, just trying to get them lessons every weekend um, around maths. Okay. And yeah, we do it. I mean, it's for us an attempt to uplift the community we come from. And um, hopefully, I mean, it's our first year doing it. So hopefully we'll see some positive results um, after this year yeah. and hopefully grow it a little bigger. Okay. So is your woman that side? No, no, so he's here. So how do you do it if you guys are this side? Uh, I'm up and down, yeah. How much traveling do you do? And how is that impacting your family? Ah, it's, it's, it's not too bad. I mean, you, you know, we're we, we in the age of... <laughs> zoom and all yeah, these yeah, virtual yeah. meetings so you you make a plan when you yeah. can't get there because also it's not cheap to get down there um <laughs> flying to a return to mtata will set you back close to 5k okay wow 
So it's it's not a cheap exercise. But um I mean we feel strongly about it. Mm. Okay. Well, getting into the podcast then, right? Mm. Fatherhood. Um so I noticed something here. Your <laughs> your your kids, <laughs> your eldest is sixteen, youngest is five. Yeah. What's the story there? So uh, my missus um had a kid before we met, um Sile. And yeah, that's basically the, the big gap. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so is this what they call a blended family? Because I don't know what that means. That's exactly it. What, what is that exactly? Blended family, the way I understand it, is um, if you get together with someone and either if you have a kid or you both have kids mm. and you meld them together and the family comes out on the other side looking like how you want it to look. Or um, people adopt. I mean, okay. I, I consider that blended, blended also. So that's basically my understanding of it. That's a new phrase because until maybe a year ago, I'd never heard of that. If mm. you adopted, you adopted. It was ah, never geez. called anything else. No, you planned. You planned. <laughs> okay, cool. So then is it true that the older kids almost become like deputy parents? Is, is it helpful in the rearing of the young one especially? I've not experienced that in this house. Or maybe in Look, I think the difficulty with the age gap between them is Usil has become used to being the only child for so long mm. that it, it takes a minute for them to, to grasp that there's now a sibling um, that forces you to grow up yeah. and and act a certain way and you know take on a bit more responsibility and just be a bigger brother mm. and that's been a bit of a struggle but he's getting it now yeah okay tell me about your young one Nakani what what what, what kind of personality is he um... he's a he's a <laughs> he's a fun boy man he's he's a He's bubbly, he's, um, he's full of life, he loves laughter, he loves to entertain, mm. he's, he's the actor around here, he'll put on a show okay. by himself, but he must be comfortable in the space. Yeah. He, he won't just get up, get to your house, because I see him as a quiet kid. Yeah, he, Whenever I see him, I'd say, oh, that, that kid is very quiet, very reserved. He takes a while to warm up to, to new spaces, yeah. but once he's familiar... Watch out. Ne, he's running. <laughs> so what, what connectors we met, obviously, is that our kids now go to the German school. Mm. Um, and he's in my son's class, Umpo. He's also the performer of the house. And I get a sense that class, that's that's what they're building there, is, is a bunch of performers and artists, because I'll, I'll say he's the funny guy in the house. Yeah, look, I mean... Uh... And and it's funny you say that because they they seem to get along umpono no nakan. Um I guess because of their quiet nature because yeah. was also not papel in was. But you see this is, this is what I'm saying. In my house mm. that's the guy that's jumping off the walls. Like I I cannot keep up with him. Mm. You see. Yeah, I think I guess you gravitate towards what's familiar to you mm. and I guess that's what they do. Um but yeah, man, he's a he's a he's a bubbly fellow. Um, I mean, he's on holiday now for a month. 
And I don't know, man. <laughs> no, he must arrange his play date. I don't know, man. Um, was, you know, he's, he says to me, Daddy, I'm bored. Yeah. Every 10 minutes. Yeah. Daddy, I'm bored. Okay. And then you play with him. Um, and then he gets over it. And he gets back on to whatever he's been doing before. Then he'll come back and say, Daddy, um, no one wants to play with me. How? Oh. <laughs> How? Oh, this child. Yeah, I know. Play dates are a thing. And um, I spoke to Usam also about that, yeah. actually. And I think we should. Yeah, we were to speak. He was tech, he was, I was on the phone with him now mm. when I was driving here. So I think definitely, you know. Um, yeah, I think that the, the term play date used to throw me for my own preconceived notions about what this thing implies. You also found out about that a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> this was more like two months, this one, actually. This one is very recent. Uh, um, and, and had always said in my head, this one is, is for my wife to do. You know, but I'm realizing that actually I need to get involved in this thing as well. So I have the same challenge at home about mm. daddy, I'm bored, I'm this, I'm that. You know, so in my head, I'm always trying to negotiate that. Am I spending enough time with my kid? Is he learning enough? Is he playing enough? You know what I mean? Like, mm. is it, am I giving him everything that he needs at whatever time that he requires, whatever mm. this thing is? Mm. And it to me, it always feels like it's never enough. Because it's like, I don't know what else to do. Dude, I've given you toys, we've played, you've got cars, you played football. What else do you need? Do you know me? what I think it is? I mean, we can buy all the toys in the world, I think. These kids want us to be there. That's, I mean, mm. they could trade the toys for our time, I feel. Because similarly here, we've got toys, we've got a console. Hell, we've got two consoles. And they still come and say, Daddy, I'm bored. Yeah. So I think for them, it's, it's, it's a bit of, I'm always at school. You're always doing whatever you're doing. Um, can you give me a pound of flesh? Mm. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, they, they love being around us. They love the attention we give them. And I mean, it, it's, it's tricky um, because we, we, we didn't grow up like that. Mm. But I think um, because of where we're at in time, uh, these kids just want what they want. Yeah. And we need to give it to them if we can, yeah. when we can. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I do agree with you. I think also, obviously, in terms of time and availability and just actually being present, that mm. is very important. And do you, do you have a particular philosophy as approach to fatherhood? Like, do you, is something that you consciously think about, like, I'm going to be this kind of father, and you and the wife, do you share the thing or are there conflicts there in terms of, what the approach is to raising these kids? Look, uh, my my I don't know if I've got a philosophy necessarily, but my general approach is I look at how I was parented mm. and I look for the things that I didn't like and I try to weed those out. Yeah. And then the things that I did like, I try to amplify and give extra. Um, yeah. But um, I don't think I've got a a fixed sort of approach. Yeah, I, I suppose that's also fixed. But <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the the the, the, the these traits that you picked up then, because actually that was my later question about you and your dad. But in any case, um, what what are some of those things that when you were being brought up, you're like, I this one works, this one nah. So I think the big thing for me is, I mean, just a quick disclaimer: um, mom and dad were never married, mm. but he's always been present. 
Um, and I, I can't, you know, I can't fault him necessarily. <laughs> 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 but, um, I mean, the time thing for me is a big thing. Um, he was around, but he was never hands-on involved. Mm. So that's a big thing for me. Um, affection. Yeah. Like outward affection. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I remember I was in my 20s, I think, or early 30s, I can't remember. And my aunt stayed with me, my dad's sister. And we were chatting the one night and she says to me, yo, you know how proud your dad is of you? And I was like, oh, thanks. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I've never heard this, mm. you know? And so things like that, um, I want my kid to know how I feel um, about whatever he's doing yeah. at any given time. So yeah, that's that's basically what I, I, I want to, to amplify, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's this new age parenting of ours. You understand? We soft parenting. Soft. <laughs> is it soft parenting though? Compared to how we grew up, I think it is. Yeah. Um, is it soft though, or is it actually applicable? Like it's just human nature to love your children or actually show affection. Look, I don't think our parents didn't love us. Yeah. But um, well, they... are we sure about this? <laughs> <laughs> if they never said it, or are we sure about this? I don't think they didn't love us. They just, they're a product of their circumstance also. For sure. Um, I mean, my mom, I mean, I know my mom, I mean, is a hugger, a kisser, you know, mm. timer, not so much. <laughs> At best we shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> Even that gets awkward sometimes. Because <laughs> then you're like... <laughs> When and where are we doing yeah. this thing? Okay. But I've noticed, I mean, with my missus, um, they hug and, you know, it's, it's yeah. soft. Hey, ye, Milo. <laughs> what? About you? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now they hug and they, you know, it's, it's, ah, with me. No. What are we doing, Chief? Are we? Is any, you ever spoken about that? No, no, no. no, no. You're not discussing no, this. No, 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 no. Okay. So, you know what? Every, every time when I do this thing and I see, a, a guy with, with a relationship with a father, I always light up because I find that very curious. It's mm. something that I do not know at all. How was, how was your relationship with your dad growing up and how is it now? Um, growing up, I think it was, <laughs> for me, it was, a, it was transactional, you know? Okay. I tended to, to call as and when I needed stuff. But I think as oh, yeah, I boarding school then. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But as I, I mean, as I get older and I sort of appreciate what he does and what he did, um, we, I think, I think there's a there's a certain amount of respect now, um, both ways. Mm -hmm. um, he can call and ask for. I've got younger brothers, so he'd call. Back to the co-parenting thing you spoke about um, initially. So my immediate younger brother is 13 years younger than me. And um, I remember recently um, they had a bit of a fallout. Okay. So he calls me and says, hey, Miguel, 
Just talk to your brother. Talk to your brother. Then Like, hey, chief, I've got, at the time, I'm like, I've got a three-year-old at home that... But I didn't say this. I was thinking that actually it, requires this you know? kind of attention. And uh, I think we've 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 grown um, to respect each other. We've grown to 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 relate um, in a more mature way with each other. Mm. Um, I mean, growing up, like I'm saying, they were never together. So you saw him on the on the holidays. Um, you saw him on the weekends when, when in, in the same city. He he moved to Joburg first, so holidays. I'd come up here and 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 and, and I think it's grown. I mean, we are two proud Kosa men, I guess, and <laughs> <laughs> and we relate um, accordingly. Yeah, and it's working now. No, it works for the for the for, most for part. Is, for the most part, it works. How um, is he with the grandkids? Ah, it's great. Um, and when you look at him, sometimes you're like, yo, yes, I wish you would have just been like this with me. Or not, is it not just even like, with the grandkids, with the little brothers. Oh, he's, he's different with the little brothers. soft. Yo, he's gone soft. So you're the eldest one. Mm. Ah, but you know this. He's soft. I mean, he's gone, yo. But I mean, I guess it comes with the territory, like you're saying. Um, they push us hard. Yeah, but that's your button to carry. You know that, right? As the firstborn, that's what happens. This is what I was explaining to you with my firstborn now. Mm. Is that he has to go through the fire, <laughs> you know? Because I'm trying to figure everything out with him. Like, how else am I going to know? <laughs> that's the guy. <laughs> and he's trying to figure things out with me. Mm. You see, so we're at, at that thing now. So once you you lock on it or you learn something, then I guess you apply it differently to mm. your brother. Mm. I mean, to the little brother, you know? And that's that's what it I is. I guess, yeah. And I mean, it, it also speaks to how we parent, I mean, to, to bring it back. Um, I said initially, I tried to be the things that I loved about being parented by him, and I tried to weed out the things I didn't. And that's part of the evolution. And, and the same thing applies to, to, to us parenting now. Mm. Like you're saying, TJ is the experiment. Paul will come out better for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is mad though, because I think it's a slippery slope with the young one. So maybe I'm not landing this thing properly. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if this thing is landing. Look, I mean, ultimately, Chief, there's no book. On a, well, there are lots of books. Yeah, but. But they don't say the same thing. Yeah. So you you you, you take the victories when they come and you try to learn from, from, from the mistakes. That's the approach I try to take. Okay. So tell me about this this German school thing. You know, I'm coming across black parents that are sending their school to German... Their kids. Their kids, sorry, to, mm. to German schools. You know, from the outside, there's always, you know this question, we always get this question all the time. Why the German school? And for you guys, what was the reasoning? Look, uh, two things. And I've said this to you before. I don't like Abu Saint, mm. whatever. What, what? Yeah. I just I think they breed a different animal um to what I would like to have in my house. Um so I, I, I struggle with the saint anythings. But also where we are as a and, and, and I don't want to sound political, but where we are as a country, you want to give your kids an option um to if things fall apart, should they fall apart, to have the option to, hey, 
I've got a German university mm. exemption, whatever. And I've got access to scholarships that can land me that side through the school. So that was the other part of the thinking. And thirdly, I mean, in a way, it's also a saint, a saint yeah. German, but it's heavily subsidized. So the price point for me works mm. compared to Abu Saint. Your alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't have to add that to <laughs> So I'm with that one. I'm I'm having a challenge with 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 sports, right? So the the Germans for some reason aren't big on sports. Mm. Well, especially this version that we have here in South Africa. But also now talking to other parents that are of German descent or grew up in Germany or actually German. Um, apparently, sports was was. In a lot of cases, it's not something that the school offers. Um, I guess because of how their communal system is mm. and how they pay taxes, these extra things are available anyway. So you'd have to, you can get it outside of the school system. Mm. You know, so I'm struggling with sports, honestly, with the school, and that's that's the one thing that the saints what what do very well. They tend to have a package that is complete from the outside. In any case. My take on it, ne? and and I also went to a boys' school, and I find that they tend to lean on the sport a little more than they do on the academic and cultural aspect mm -hmm. of schooling. And I'm quite okay with with the current setup um, because what I find is that boys, um, especially in 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 boys' schools, overlook the primary reason why they go to school and try to excel at all these things and if you don't excel then you are also an outcast mm. um because you play for the d team <laughs> <laughs> you know you you get had for that maybe do better also <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm 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 quite okay with 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 how they package um the academic and cultural stuff versus what they do for sport because again um Night, we've got access to to, to clubs. Mm. Um, you know, if if your child is that way inclined, and I hear they've got a great handball handball team there. Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I hear so. Yeah, <laughs> handball. Oh my days. <laughs> but that's the thing about the club system. So where, where I am now, with with two boys, right, mm. and also starting to learn their personalities. Like this morning, my my. Our mornings, essentially on Saturdays, um, is Kung Fu first and then whatever it is that they're doing. You see, so the other one likes football. This one does Kung Fu. We're trying out gymnastics. And in the summer, uh, the swimming. Mm. Well, the wife doesn't want them to swim now. I don't understand why, because all the pools are heated. But I'm not choice in that matter. Yeah, Baba, you black ultimately. You see, so it's all these other things, but it's it's... It's extra time that has to be taken out. It's extra finances that have to be taken out. So when I look at it, if I'm spending, because football in Joburg, most clubs, it's 4,300 to 4,500 a season, right? That's football alone. I don't know how the other clubs are, but that's my general um, research, especially around Renberg, which mm. is where we stay. If I'm doing 4,500. For the season. For the season. Okay. Which is like for kids, it's like maybe three, four months. Mm. Plus gymnastics, plus kung fu, plus anything else that you want them to do. Maybe I could just package that and give it to Saint Watwat. Look, 
I won't talk you off your ledge, Chief. <laughs> but if I do the math, like I'm not a I'm not a, a numbers guy, but if I if I break down, you say season is three three months, you're paying about a grand, grand three. Yeah. Add that to your school fee, you sit you're sitting below ten thousand still. The the ongoing theme with this podcast and fathers, ne, is the lack of ability to provide or like it, it keeps everyone up at night. So I'm like, are we ever going to get this right? Or teenagers give up, eh? send them to German schools or other schools, give them opportunity, and it's just them. How do you give up, Chief? I don't know. Like, I'm saying, are we ever going to get this right? I, I never met, I met one guy mm. in this podcast. This is 32nd episode. One guy, he's like, nah, me, I'm okay. That side. Ay, me, I'm not okay, Chief. <laughs> Why, why do you why do you think that is though? And and like how do we how do we get around this thing? Because it occupies my thing. It occupies a lot of energy and space. Let me ask this. Yeah. The one guy who's doing okay, what does he do? Is he employed? Now he's employed. Employed. But he yeah he's been employed for I think that guy was was fifty when sixteen going fifty. So he's always been like a super focused mm. guy. But he explained to me that he grew up with a father who was super was rigorous about money saving discipline so he's like it's something that i just carried into my adulthood hence mm. i'm here it's a tricky one man um <laughs> 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 look i think we all leave high school with you know rose tinted glasses and aspirations of how we're going to change the world and change our lives and our family's lives mm. and then life happens eh uh I mean, <laughs> I got into, when I first got to varsity, first year I did accounting. Mm. And I was thinking, yeah. This is the path. This is the way to money. Yeah. And then I quickly realized. By also, you're a DJ because everybody was doing accounting. Hey, but it humbled me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened? You're like. Yeah, I saw my ass. Yo. No, no. I, 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 yeah, it humbled me. Then I quickly pivoted. Yeah. And I got into psychology. I think basically to, and 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 I think it's it's a guidance thing, mm. um, because what we tend to do after after you fail, and 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 it's not necessarily an academic guidance thing, but it's just a general a life in general thing. Yes. What we tend to do after we fail, we look for softer options um, that you can quickly run through, and then figure it out. Mm. And I mean, I fell into into psychology, and I ran through it. Psych one hundred and one. And then I ended up in the media space. Uh, broadcast media is not great money mm. if if you are a, if you are the broadcaster. Yeah, but mm. yeah. Okay, so I mean, I, I was also in broadcast media for for a long time. I'm not anymore. Now I'm just working for my children. You're a corporate guy at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously one of my questions actually here was was about more specifically to the to the 16 year old you know and mm. just based on how you answer and 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 the impact that you you want to leave in the world right how how is this you guys navigating um social media specifically all the noise basically how are you blocking out the noise to ensure that 
this this young man um you are guiding him towards where, where you think he can add value to society it's a constant struggle um you know we i think sometimes as parents we harden ourselves we can do only what we can here in the house mm. once they step out yeah. um they're on their own they're going to make up their own minds so i think that's a great place to start from um it doesn't discount the challenge of wanting to to guide all the mm. time you know and i mean a 16 year old boy with raging hormones and social media and whatever other influences the friends he hangs out with um will have an impact on the boy mm. you know um and it's 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 not easy it's not easy but <laughs> <laughs> no tell us about it no it's not easy chief. what's not uh, easy parenting chief. yeah uh you like i said when i started off you do what you do or what you can do mm. in the home environment you instill what you, you you try to instill what you can at home and once they step out there's very little you can do to control what they get up to yeah um you have to trust that you've instilled the values that you hope will set him up um in the world mm-hmm. and that's what it is okay and how do you think you're doing eh hey, this one is uh for the most part i think we're doing good um so i mean i didn't get consent from Usitle to speak about his issues. Sure. So, so I won't be specific. Yeah, yeah, no, But I fine. think for the most part, um I think we're doing okay. Um I think if you give kids a stable home, um if you if you make home as peaceful and as you know, as friendly as it should be, then it becomes easier for them to come back home yeah, yeah. when they when they're struggling with what's happening in the world and um that's what we try and provide we try to you know just provide the mellow be boring even mm. <laughs> stable <laughs> you know just yeah. be keep it vanilla uh for the most part excitement here and there but yeah. just keep it vanilla and hopefully that that grounds them a certain way that sort of shows them that you know the excitement dies down mm. and you must live with the self and the self needs a flat line of sorts yeah so you said something here you said consent from from him right mm. to speak about his issues run me through that conversation because i've never heard that before um like if because i'm sitting here thinking oh okay i can just talk about my kid or whatever right No, it's not even to go into detail mm, but I think I'm I'm cognizant of of how I I speak about anyone I get into contact with. Um I don't want to misquote anyone or to misrepresent anyone. Yeah. So I mean the stuff I I can speak on I speak on. But you know back to your initial well one of your few questions about a blended family yeah 
is you are learning this kid, you know? Um, you didn't get the luxury or the opportunity to be with them from the get. So you're trying to... It's always a case of trying to establish and um, establish a relationship firstly, but also to to gain an understanding of who they are and how their mind works and, you know? And... A lot of it is 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 based on on trust. So I don't want to step out on the little trust that I've gained. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a tricky thing, Chief. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately, it's for me a respect thing. Mm. Um, I think if there's a mutual respect, um, then things can sort of work themselves out yeah what's your dream for your kids sure it's to be for them to be i told you for you it's gone it's ah, over Chip, the dream never dies it's over nah, nah, boss. Hey, in a land, you lot of <laughs> <laughs> and then who's inside then i provide for them okay this uh, is assuming um, there's unlimited resources. This is just purely your dream for them. Look, I think the biggest thing for me is for them to be themselves unapologetically. Mm. And in being themselves unapologetically, hope that that lands them in a place where they can make a good living for themselves. Um, and just, yeah, man, live. Um, live, love drink, mm. just have fun. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get into your tools, tricks, and habits. Um, so you said the first one is, is it's an underrated nugget, this one. You said, but listen to understand. When you don't understand, ask questions. I really try to do this with four and six-year-olds. I don't understand half the time. But I guess the older they get, you, you are able to do that better. So are you succeeding with the small one also? I think you are a bit of a, an impatient parent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that. That's my feeling. Yeah. Um, but back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think... Mm. Understanding them does not necessarily mean agreeing with them all the time. It just means you you have a handle on their temperament yeah. when they when they throw their toys. You you get that oh Clumby. Ultimately he's a four, five year old boy who does not get where I'm coming from. Mm. That's understanding. And now the reasoning part can be tricky because they've got a one-track mind. Mm. If I don't get things my way, I'm going to throw my toys. Of course. Um, but I think that's where the understanding comes in from me as a parent. Like he will throw his toys. Give him the space sometimes, mm. but just point it out. Um, and listen, to make him feel heard. Uh, I mean, he'll say to me, and I've been using this example, 
Sure, but no one wants to play with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's five-year-old for saying, I need attention right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you give him the attention. It won't be, I mean, and then you count him down. I'm going to give you five minutes. Mm. And then you count him down. You've got four minutes now. And you're not obviously looking at the clock, but you just... Yeah, giving him the idea. Managing the expectation, you know. Um, So that's... And the same, I mean, when they throw their tantrum, you you try to listen for the most part. I mean, they always at each other. Usitle, no, 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 can. Daddy. Even with that gap. Chief. I, I'd assumed that, it, that that wouldn't be a thing. Look, I think it's more it's more unakane than usitle. Mm. But it's all, Daddy, usitle um, doesn't want to play with me. Okay. Now you must broker peace. Uh Sitle, please, chief, just five minutes, you know? It won't hurt you. Okay, fine. You understand, he he can't necessarily relate to his brother the way he does to his friends sure. because of that age gap. Mm. Um, so you, 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 hey, it's, ah, it's, it's a fine line, man, but you, you need to listen to them mm. and you listen to not only just hear them, but to, to get where they come from. And um, yeah, I think I think that's underrated. Okay. Second one is you don't have to win every single fight. Uh, you don't owe that to be right, even when you are. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just a general life rule for nah. me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, if you're married, that's... Yeah. But also, just anyway, at work. It's a general life rule, chief. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you... I remember before I got married... My father said to me, Nigan, pick your struggles. Yeah. Pick your fights. Yep. If it's not a fundamental thing, let it go. Mm. You know? And I I apply that for the most part. Now I mean Kandashisa sometimes, mm. as we all are, but for the most part I think I I think I've I've saved myself from many fights yeah. by just applying that. You know, you <laughs> Why? I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something silly. Daddy. Uh, why are we not going to smoke, Daddy? Mm. Smoke, Daddy is a place we hang out. Yeah, it's um, a key for them, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and and honestly, if I've got the means to take him to smoke, Daddy's yeah. on the day. Then we go, yeah. you know, and you save yourself from a sulking boy who's just going to mope around the house. Mm. That's just it. You, yeah. So what's your approach to that? Like when you don't have the means, do you, do you, say, do you say to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a boy. He's a boy. No, good. I'm, I'm glad because <laughs> I'm the same. I have money. <laughs> do not get into habits you cannot maintain. Where's that from? It's another daddy nugget I got from okay. my old man. You uh, see why fathers are important? <laughs> you see this? <laughs> um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's a simple thing. It's, if, if you bring it down to the nuts and bolts of it, it's a case of don't live beyond your means. Mm. Um, don't compare yourself to the neighbors. Just do what you need to do. Um, and if you can't do it, be honest about it mm-hmm. and don't force matters because that lands you in bigger trouble.
Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, it's 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 not just like a family thing. It's it's a life thing for me. Um, I'm very honest about what I can and cannot do. Um, and sometimes it doesn't land right with certain people, mm. but it is what it is. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> say what you mean and mean what you say. That's one of my favorite lines, you know that. Is it? At home. Yeah. But I'm, I'm supposed to interpret things for the most part. And I struggle with that. I don't think gents are good at... at, at and reading between the lines and yeah. hints and all those things, the soft skills. Um, but yeah, it's 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 exactly that. Um, bring it back home for me with the kids, with the missus. If you make a promise, mm. stick by it. If if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you don't do it, um, you must live with the consequence. And yeah. And it's not rocket science, Chief. No, it's not. <laughs> You'd be surprised though. So you know what I what I what I like what, what I picked up from you is 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 all these little nuggets from, from your father, you know. And I I don't think we always know well me anyways, like how much impact you have on your children. Just the things that you say and how you you carry yourself, mm. you know, because I know that my children mimic me you are the poster boy yeah for everything you know and really i'm supposed to relish this for now while i'm still the poster boy until they realize that this is a scam <laughs> <laughs> which they will uh, <laughs> when they turn 15 yeah, yeah they will know but pops <laughs> like honestly bro <laughs> you know um so that's what i'm saying i think it's it's important for us to and and you basically saying it's like just be conscious and be present, you know, and realize that what you're doing and how we're doing it is actually impacting them, even if it's not direct, right? You know, and that's that's very important. So I asked you a question about manhood, and people generally, hey, they just go around this question a lot. Mm. I don't know why these days mm. in this climate. Ah, I mean, you do know, but yeah, you won't See, be but like so. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case. My last question then with this with the, with the manhood question, um, I'm not going to take it that direction of the, the conversations mm. on social mm. media, but what kind of men are you raising and what do they need to understand about manhood, if anything? I think part of my answer on the sheet you sent was manhood is 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 beyond the appendage mm. between your belly belly button you know and we, we say that lightly but i think it's it's important to point it out um especially in the climate we live in i mean with um i mean gbv is a big big thing in south mm. africa and we need to allow our boys um, to be themselves but we also need to we need to show them that um, being a man is not necessarily about a display of power or just being macho 
Yeah, I think we need to raise, I mean, conscious boys. Um, and consciousness um, about self, consciousness about um, the world we live in, consciousness about other people's feelings, um, consciousness. Yeah, just generally, we need to raise empathetic mm. young men. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think if, if we can get that right... And I think back to your question about the German school versus the colleges and the traditional mm. boys' schools, which is what I've, I grew up in. They tend to, the traditional boys' schools, tend to highlight the stereotypical macho man um, and, and even clap for it. Celebrate it. You know? Yeah. And that's part of, another part of the reason why the German school works for me is mm. because it's, it's mellow, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like mellow, you, ne? It's mellow. mellow it's vanilla. Mellow. You it's, like vanilla. It's, it's, yeah, because... Our I food feel, is complicated. No, I feel yeah. like, you know, you, when you, when you start to to celebrate things that don't really matter you you confuse the kid mm. you know um you 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 now play for the first team you must be initiated mm. into the team you know that sort of nonsense um you 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 in standard 6 you must be bullied yeah. um and that's how you that's how you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> assimilate into into the high school life, you know. And we don't need that. Um, so I think consciousness um, of oneself and surroundings is 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 a big thing that we can do to help our kids um, be better men and and women. Um, yeah, I think I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this, right? Um, I I no longer see them as soft skills, you know, and I think you should not refer to them as that anymore. I'm learning because those, yeah, that mm. these things that we we deem as soft skills are the hardest things to do. The ability to manage one's emotions, to be objective, mm. to see events as exactly that events and not a reflection on you or your work or your personality. And that's very difficult to do yeah. because we were never taught those things. But funny enough, that's what makes us human. It's part of the evolution, man. We, my whole thing is just try to be better, try to do better. And hopefully that breeds a better young person um, yeah. from, from my loins. 100%. <laughs> On that note, it's a great way to end. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate your time and coming on to this episode of the Timers Playbook. It's been a it's been a minute waiting, but um, I enjoyed it. Awesome. It's therapeutic, even. Nah, it's nice it, to talk. It really sometimes. is therapeutic, and yeah. we don't do it enough. No, no, no. We don't do it enough. This is my way of talking, so I know that when I've got this hour, that we are actually just engaging on this. Oh, issue. yes, you. Sir. Pretty much. Yes, you. Yeah, well, I use it for two things. I'm also trying to figure out a lot of things about my kids, but also just 
rearing them, um, but also just to have concentrated time mm. where we're just talking about children. Because there, in my view, there is no bigger job than raising children. There really isn't. Um, you say you, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess the money that we say keeps us up at night is ultimately for them. Mm. Because I mean, I'll tell you for free, in my 20s, I did not have, I didn't lose any sleep over how much was in my bank account. You know? Zero. And that's mad. Because you partied, you drank, you went out. Chief, my car could be, the petrol was lighting up. But ah, I couldn't figure. give a toss. Yeah. I'd sleep just fine and make a plan in the morning. Mm. Now, you need to figure things out. You know, and yeah, look, it's a tough assignment. But it's a great assignment. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Oh, yeah. And that's us. Thank you so much to our guests for taking the time to share their story. In fact, thank you to all the guests for coming on to this podcast. And a big shout out to our engineer, Unatin Gubeni, for pulling the show together. Most importantly, thank you to you, our loyal listener. None of this is possible without you. If you haven't already, before you leave, please rate the content and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any updates. Until next time. Hola.